Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another What Are You Playing? episode of Games My Mom Found of November 2023. I am Mike Albert, and who's playing some games with me tonight? Awesome. I'm Carson. Michael Colby. This is Joe Butler, and you won't believe what I do at the end of my season finale. <laughs> uh. And Colby, where can people find you at? You can find me either at Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex or This Bizarre Adventure. Those are both podcasts, both very funny, and uh, you should listen to them and join the Patreons. <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be a link to the show notes to both of his podcasts in the show notes, so go check them out. All right, and as we do each month that we do one of these episodes, I got to start off the, fir- the first topic. Oh, he starts with a snap because I'm still playing Marvel Snap. If you can believe that every day still gives my money. That's more of my money now. I, I can and can't believe it. So please indulge us, Mike. What's the new uh, card? Is it the Marvels or is the Loki thing already done? A Loki thing was is already done. I think that was yeah, that was yeah, that was last one. Right now, it's Miss Marvel is the season pass card. That you get with your ten bucks, a bunch of other stuff too. But again, like it's always funny because when the when this new season starts, everybody has a new card all of a sudden. Because of course you just, I mean, I I did it too, and everybody has to use it. And I'm just so then you you just. But I mean, game's still fun. I'm still having fun with the game. I mean, they haven't really nothing's really changed yet to the to the ecosystem and the economy. But game's still going. I mean, they they keep doing different promotions. They just had a Twitch. Which um, promotion right now where you have to watch Twitch for six hours and you got some you got a variant card and some some currency and stuff. So just for sitting there watching Twitch, which I did, of course, in the background. <laughs> but no, I mean, still enjoying Snap a lot. I'm currently playing a discard deck right now is what might become my thing is. That's kind of what the meta is. So no, I mean, the game changes every month, every couple of weeks. They make adjustments to cards and they fix things if they see a card being used too often. They don't like they they nuke it and then they eventually refix it and. I'm fine with that. And they also recognize their mistake. They made a big mistake with a card that came out last month, Mobius and Mobius. They nuked it to where they made it useless, and the the community had a fucking fit. Like, I mean, YouTube videos and everything, they were pissed. And <laughs> oh they fixed God. it. They came back and said, okay, we made a mistake. We'll change the card close to what it... I mean, for those who play Marvel Snap, I mean, it, it's an on... The way the ability was, it, it was an ability that once you played the card, the ability went the rest of the game. They changed it where the ability only happened the next turn... Which is not it doesn't work with that type of card. It just it, it broke the card and made it completely garbage and they fixed it. They recognized they made a mistake and they fixed it. So I appreciate that. I mean they're they're pretty good about fixing things. There was another card, Alioth from the Loki season that dominated the meta because when you play that card, all the cards that the enemy that the opponent plays in that turn, in that in that zone are destroyed. So it can really fuck up somebody's gameplay. So they they, they ch- made changes to that card. I mean they just they do recognize issues and they fix them. So the game stays playable and there isn't one deck that rules them all. So you don't have to buy new cards. You don't have to do the things that I do. I just like to because I am I love the game. They usually get about 20 bucks out of me or so. Well, this month might be like 30, but hey, <laughs> I enjoy it so much. I don't have to. I mean, if you if you don't run it, I mean, you spend the 10 bucks, you're, you're set. I just, they have some good bundles and I, I buy shit. So I, yeah, it's a great game. I unfortunately, I don't think anyone else is playing it in, in this podcast right now, right? No. No, the only... No, the only card game I still play is Magic: The Gathering Commander on the uh, with actual cards. <laughs> yeah, I won't go down yeah. that rabbit hole. I had, I mean, I already went, I, I already went down one rabbit hole with virtual cards. I don't, I know what it will be if I start going to real cards. No, thank you. I played Magic, and I had a, a friend of mine. We were at a dinner 
one of my wife's friends and, and her husband was like, oh, do you play Magic? And I'm like, I ain't opening that. I ain't going down that road again. <laughs> I, I see what the digital card game did to uh, me. Let's yeah, not even yeah. find out what a physical, expensive, real card game will do to me. Like, no, we don't. Mm. Uh, you can always play Magic the Gathering Arena, which is the online game, which is, which is basically just uh, standard and modern stuff. It's not as crazy as Commander can get. The only Magic the Gathering that I play every so often like when I get the itch is I go back and I play Chandelar, which is a PC game from 1995. <laughs> Love yeah. that damn game, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I remember I remember I rented out the uh, uh, Magic the Gathering game for the PlayStation 1. It was probably a port of that or something. It's not. I know what you're talking yeah, about. But I, no, yeah. it's a, it's a PC-only game made by Sid, Sid Meier, actually, <laughs> where you travel a world map <laughs> You fight random enemies of different that will come at well after you go to towns, you buy cards. Amazing fucking game for me. And it has all the old cards that I know what every card does without even having to read. And I every once a year or so, I always play it and beat it because I just love that game. But that's yeah, I saw so Yeah, I can't go near real magic ever again. But no, it's great. But yeah, that's so uh, playing Marvel Snap. I wouldn't say I don't know if I say just spending money doing what I do, but Marvel Snap is still fun and you can easily get a lot of cards without spending any money and just do the free-to-play stuff with the way the system, the game works. I mean, it's only really because of me. I'm only missing six cards out of, like, 200-some cards that are so that are, or however many are in the game. I'm only missing six. So that should kind of give you an idea of, of how far my collection is. Uh, this, pod, this podcast sponsored by Marvel Snap. I wish. <laughs> oh, I, I thought, hey, I've actually thought about making a Twitch and actually doing Twitch just so I could be in a, a Marvel Snap Ambassador, so I'd get free stuff from them. <laughs> I've thought about it, but I can't add more to my plate than what I already do. My wife will be like, what the hell? So we're not doing that. <laughs> but I thought about it. All I can say is you could probably just stream these live. That probably wouldn't be an issue. No, but it depends on when I play. I mean, I, I play a lot when I'm doing other things that I could not be streaming at that time. So, you're just, yeah, but I thought about it. I really have thought about becoming an ambassador. I'm like, hmm, I could stream and get paid. And I want to get paid by make currency. <laughs> They, they give you stuff for being an ambassador on, on for Marvel Snap. If you stream only, you only have to stream like I think it was two hours or four hours a week, and you get extra gold and stuff. Awesome, so, that's cool. But yeah, good game. That's that's enough Marvel Snap. Uh, <laughs> Michael Colby, what is something you've been playing? I've actually been playing a lot. Um, just real quick, I just wanted to mention it because nobody seems to check the uh, the Netflix games app, but nobody they just does. added Dead Cells to the phone app on netflix so you can if you haven't played dead cells it's amazing the phone version not the best way to play a a fast-paced uh (laughs) what do you call that a roguelike game like that but uh but i mean for it being free with a netflix subscription which everybody has definitely check that out i've been playing assassin's creed mirage i love it so much i am a huge assassin's creed guy like i since since the first one like i i recognize the flaws in the first one but like i've beaten that game like three times and then i i kind of liked origins i was like all right i was like all right well you know let's try something new in here because by that time there were so many of those games but then like i beat origins and i was tired of it and then odyssey came out and i got about halfway through it and i didn't even touch valhalla because those are not assassin's creed games mirage is 
an Assassin's Creed game 100%. (laughs) It is so good. If you're a fan of Assassin's Creed, it it goes back to almost like two. Like that's how Assassin's Creed it is with all of the I said, I think I said it on this podcast when we were talking about Metroid Dread that what was missing after Super Metroid was a lot of like the finicky, weird Metroid stuff. Like, you know, like just some of the janky stuff that you get used to when you play Super Metroid a lot. Assassin's Creed has the same sort of stuff. And I think they over polished it after a while. And Mirage has all of the uh, like bullshitty Assassin's Creed stuff. Sorry, what was an example of of the the Metroid jank you're missing or taking about? Like the uh, like the the shine jump and shine spark. Yeah, yeah. Just like some of the weird stuff that people were like, "Oh, I don't like this thing in it." You know, like the really hard boss battles. I think the advanced games missed out on some of that stuff, and then Dread sort of brought some of that stuff back. And I did see people complaining about it, like, "Oh." this game is too hard and you know, it's hard to do (laughs) some of this stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's supposed to be. And I think Assassin's Creed Mirage has the same sort of stuff. Like it has the annoying, like you'll stick to stuff while you're climbing. Like you'll jump off of something that you're not meaning to, which, you know, people complain about, but I'm like, no, this is exactly what I wanted out of an Assassin's Creed game. It has it has all of the Assassin's Creed stuff that I didn't realize how much I missed it because even four polished a lot of that stuff out. And this one feels like a return to actually playing Assassin's Creed. And I love it. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm it, glad it's good. I'm I'm excited to play it in, in five, ten years, ten years. <laughs> I I've think, only I've only poked at the uh, a couple of times at the current Assassin's Creed, as you said, like Odyssey or, or Valhalla and. I'm a perennial poker of games. I never actually complete most of them, save ones I really get deep dived into. It, yeah, it, those those three were really were really tough for me because they're they're good games. Like I'm not saying they're not good games, but I don't have time for a hundred hour RPG. Dang. And a hundred hour RPG is not what I'm looking for out of an Assassin's Creed game. I you want what to. Should be. Yeah, I want to be able to climb up onto the roof and kill people in one shot, no matter what my level is. And there was just too much like level cap stuff in those other games that I I just wasn't a fan of. But this one, as long as even the big, heavily armed enemies, as long as they don't see you, you can assassinate them in one shot and it's no problem. The story is whatever. It feels almost like a reboot because it feels like they're redoing one. It's sort of in the it, it's in the same general area. It's it's got a lot of the same sort of things. I think Basim is a lot more likable than Altair, though. So like that's nice. <laughs> is there any I'm, modern day stuff? No, not that oh, I've whoa. seen. I'm like, no, that's great. That's I love the modern day stuff. No, the modern day stuff was all so stupid. It gets a little stupid if 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 you've played. Well, I like how you uh, Michael. Yeah, I like Michael how you said like Assassin's Creed Valhalla isn't really an Assassin's Creed game because I played that game to finish and I 100% agree with you. <laughs> it it very much is not, and the, but I also kind of like that because 
I think probably my favorite part of that game is dual wielding shields. But now you basic <laughs> now you're basically just having me sitting here going, God, I hope that game's on sale for Black Friday because now I kind of want to play. <laughs> oh, it it's it, if you like Assassin's Creed and you like I old love, Assassin's Creed, like I love Assassin's Creed. It, it may is, be on there Ubisoft Plus, whatever it's called. That probably yeah, won't be for a little it. bit. They don't put or it goes actually, on sale a lot. By the way, uh, Joe, I, I see it all the time on Steam sales. I just don't click on it because I don't want it yet. But it goes I, on sale a lot. I, I do think I saw that Mirage is going to be on sale on Black Friday because I was looking. I was looking to see what the Black Friday sales were, and I did see Mirage. I don't know on what, but I'm just happy it's a good game. Yeah, I'm too. It's it's really good, especially if if you like me were missing playing like classic assassin's creed i mean i am too but then i i've also haven't played multiple of them what one of the things that i i sound like a broken record because every time someone brings up assassin's creed but it's just really one of the issues i don't think origins does it but the one thing that i really re, one of the main reasons i really dropped odyssey because they they have this real concept of the game where you basically play it and you can do the whole main story and the game will basically go hey you just be uh, the main story up to a certain point don't do that Go do a bunch of side missions and then mm-hmm. we'll unlock more of the story for you. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to fucking do that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And and I like to clean up my Assassin's Creed games, but I like to do it after I finish the story. After mm-hmm. I have the cool armor. Mm-hmm. Like I want cleaning up the side stuff to be easy. So I want that good armor. I want those good weapons so that when I go do it, it's just like fun. And you, know, you could I... you couldn't do that in those Origins Odyssey. Valhalla's. I say I don't like that, but I've been playing Gotham Knights. So I, I can't talk about much because you'll hear me talk about it for a while in a different episode. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm loving that for that way that game is working. So I'm going to make fun of Gotham Knights a little bit later in this podcast. Don't worry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's fine. That, that's completely fine. But I just we can't say too much, but we can say yeah. a little because you're on that episode, too. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have to say about Assassin's Creed Mirage. It's it's fantastic. And if you like Assassin's Creed, go get it and play it. And it's it's 50 bucks, which is a, like not an insignificant amount of money, but it's less than what games cost now. So, you know, save 20 bucks, uh, get it on Black Friday. It it'll be on sale. I'm sure more than one place. Awesome. Okay. Am I still going or are we we go into the next person? You go the next person. Carson, okay. what is something you you've yeah. been playing? I uh, if you want a new one of the newest ones that I've played and beaten finished, I played uh, Armored Core Six, Falls uh, Fires of Rubicon. I, I okay. Yes. I went through the uh, new game plus, then the new game plus plus, and everything. <laughs> and it is awesome the way some of the missions change up when you do them in new game plus and plus plus, and the whole inside story. People say there's no story. They're lying liars that lie. <laughs> and I love it. I've been a hardcore, longtime fan of uh, of Armored Core. And uh, it just, it, it was, it fulfilled every single dream I wanted in an Armored Core game. It, it rules. I love the way it feels like the movement is so smooth and fun and fast. And yeah, it just, I, I love the fact, and Mirage did this and, Assassin's Creed, and I'm going to talk about this on a different episode later this year. (laughs) It's not afraid to 
B levels of a video game. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I love that about this stuff. Like, it, not everything has to be open world anymore. They're like, all right, here, you know, get in your giant robot and do this level. And then it's done. And you can go back and redo the level. But, you know, it, you don't have to go back to a hub world and do this and do that. And then, like, walk your ass back to where the mission takes place. You can yeah, just be like, yeah, select. The continue, yeah, the continue system saves your life. Like, uh, like you get to a boss or a midpoint of a of a uh, of a mission and you uh, fail, you can just uh, from the continue screen screen change your loadout and just start back from that uh, continue. Oh, yeah. that's fucking cool. Yeah, it's great. It, it's it, everything that it's hard, but like the quality of life stuff is such that it makes it very accessible to like actually get through you uh, you uh, you can uh, well at, yeah after each mission it is tallied up how much uh, money you get and how much you spend in ammo and repair costs but the but it's been very lenient as far as i've seen and it is rarely you get into negatives and when you uh and when you uh, when you buy parts and whatnot in the store you, you you can sell them back for the ex- for the exact same price. Oh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> hey, uh, I don't know if it's true, so you could probably confirm it for me, Carson. I heard they actually have a version of like the Moonlit Blade in the game too, from like the yes. other Dark Souls games. Yeah, there's always a Moonlight Greatsword or moon, uh, or Moonlight Blade in, in almost any uh, FromSoft game. That's not a that's not I don't think uh, one of their old uh, adventure games like Echo Knight or or uh kingsfield well there no no kingsfield. no they are in kingsfield kingsfield, yeah, kingsfield is, is where it's from yeah. Oh, okay yeah like i don't think it's in their echo knight series or or for the love of enchanted arms <laughs> i don't think they're in any of the tenchu games that they did either i don't I think they did i i heard or read somewhere that they didn't that they had almost no uh dealings in the tenchu games no i i know that they published them i thought they made a couple of them but i yeah <laughs> i just play the games i don't really <laughs> yeah, i'm don't not one it. of those that like goes in but i yeah so i might be wrong yeah and the cut yeah and another point uh the customization is insane good and bad thing for me personally like, well <laughs> like like you can you can tweak almost any uh almost almost all the color schemes of the of almost any part and any gun any weapon and the and the emblem creator is just massive and seeing what people actually make it just blows my mind okay uh, and joe what is something you've been playing i'm gonna start off with my negative my negative game that i've <laughs> i was playing recently because i got it for free and it's basically hey mom can we go get dead space and she goes no we have dead space <laughs> at home and it's <laughs> fucking the Callisto protocol. Is it that bad? It's yeah. bad. Yeah, dude, yeah, I hear I hear so many negative things. So one thing one thing that I can basically describe on it, which basically would be a ruin breaker for any game. Not only is there no fucking map, there's not even a waypoint marker. I've gotten lost so many fucking times in that game 
And there's even times where, like, I'm wandering around and, like, you got funny enough, Mike's been watching a lot more horror movies where, like, the guy goes, hey, I'm going to go this way. And he goes, like, away and it looks like he's going to die. Like, I've gone up, like, what looks like the equivalent of, like, a butthole. And I literally thought, I'm like, am I, go- am I going the right way? And it's like, oh, you found a secret room. And I'm like, I didn't fucking want this, though. I want to go forward. <laughs> Like, I don't want to finish. I just want to finish this game. Yeah, I just want to finish this fucking game. And like, what's <sighs> worse is the the fight me- the fight mechanic in the game is really good. You have to like dodge enemies, like you're juking them, like you're boxing, and you have like a you have like a uh, it's a like a by electric baton, and it's really fun to fight enemies one on one. But then they also give you a gun, and you get tons of ammo for the gun. So you're like, why the fuck am I using this? And there's only like three three enemy variants in the whole fucking game. It's like a guy, another guy that spits, a fat guy, and then there's the boss character that has like two arms. I do want to play it, like very much so. I lo- sometimes I really get into bad games. Mm-hmm. Like no, I it, mean, I do. It is for what it is. Like I, if if you want to play a very okay Dead Space knockoff, yeah, you play that. They even have a part where like you walk in a room and it says shoot the tentacles, and you're like, huh? <laughs> now this no, is Dead I Space. Not, is it short too? Hit short. Yeah, I want to oh, say I, I beat it. I beat it at like ten hours. Okay, I. You know what? That that game sounds like a Mike game to me. If yeah, if you're like me and you've tried to get into Dead Space several times and it never stuck, I actually kind of like the Callisto Protocol. <laughs> like, I I really like that. I I do really like the the combat in it. It it's good combat. It, it's great, and I, I sort of felt the same way about dead space like i just played the remaster for about two hours and i'm like it this still isn't for me but like the combat is so fun but everything around the combat i'm like this sucks and (laughs) i felt the same way about the callisto protocol but i liked the combat a lot better in that because i do like that up close like i didn't even bother with the gun most of the time Mm mm-hmm and I, I, I like melee combat much better. The the only other weird issue that I had with it is it I feel it's it's one of the things where obviously we even know now CEOs always put their hand in stuff. And this is very what? much a this is very much a someone leaning over their shoulder and being like, hey, you should make this more like Dead Space because the story is also pretty OK. But they try to do like a weird like Dead Space. Wasn't twist. it, uh, wasn't it didn't have didn't most of it have uh, some of the. Dead Space developers working on it? Yes, it very much has, like, I think, like, 90% of them working on it. 90 or 60% yeah, of them working the on guy, it. then the guy, the CEO of the company quit short, mm-hmm. not too long ago. Because, yeah, this game yeah, bombed. Yeah, no, that, I think, isn't that the guy that they were talking about? That, like, no, no, I'm, I'm thinking of, like, the CEO of, of uh, EA originally. You're not talking about the guy who uh, quit, who uh, jumped out of uh, Unity. That was a former yes. yeah, that, CEO. Yeah, that, oh, that, that guy. Yeah, yeah, I found I found out why he got kicked out of EA, and it's actually really fucked up. Was it deserved? I'm assuming. Yes. So his idea was they were going to charge people for ammo in Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> and and basically, uh, don't you mean uh, don't you mean uh, uh, don't you mean Battlefield? Because EA is Battlefield. Yeah, Battlefield. Uh, yeah. But I mean, my God, people. And, and his idea was like, well, when you use bullets, you really don't count how many you have. So if we simply just make people autoplay for bullets, we're basically just 
printing money and they're like oh we're so <laughs> gonna get in a lawsuit for this we need this yeah. guy gone <laughs> yeah like the unity thing i mean you're like yeah we're gonna start we're gonna bat charge you for stuff that you sell <laughs> and they're like everybody's like fuck you so yeah but uh people Clister protocol solid c like i i it and it and one of the things where at the end of the day i just kind of wanted to play it so i can get full of it and it, in the back of my mind i had mike telling me just play it on easy if you're just doing it for the story just play it on easy joe <laughs> and i and i should have because that game fucking sucked on normal <laughs> oh, i mean and- i play okay i forgot i will go back to this real quick but gotham knights i'm playing on easy and not very easy because it felt too easy I'm very easy besides the bosses. The bosses can are, are fucking tough. But other than that, easy is fine. Like I but yeah, no, I mean if you're just playing game, like, especially if you're just like you don't care about a game, like you just want to play it, experience it, put it on the easy difficulty and just play through it quickly. I mean, especially any game that comes out, you know, the last like ten years, you're gonna be in that situation where it's fine. Do do you wanna know the worst part actually, speaking of difficulty? Sure. I don't know. I don't know if any of y'all know this. And if my favorite players, I need to remember to tell you. If you play you can play that whole game on easy, you can beat the final boss. I'm not going to spoil what any of the game is, but you can beat the final boss. And there's a segment for when you beat the boss where you have to run and do the final cutscene. You can pause the game, change it to the most difficult, most hardest difficulty of the game, and then run to that final cutscene and you'll get the achievement for beating the, game <laughs> the hardest difficulty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> which is okay. just kind of. Young Mike would have loved that, by the way. <laughs> which is just kind of proof of how much they didn't give a shit about this game at the end of the day. Oh, I'm sure it was rushed. And, I'm sure. and it, Plus, Dead Space got announced shortly after, like, this game was about to come out. Like, oh, yeah, Dead Space coming out, too. And they're like, well, there you go, C.O.R. Thunder. Yeah, pretty much. That was a big part of it, I think, too. If they wouldn't announce a Dead Space remake, I think this game would have done better. No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious about it. I, I want to play it someday. But I don't it's on, place, it's on PlayStation Plus now. I don't have PS Plus, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did, is it is no. it only for PS5? It's for, ev- Plus? it's for everything, honestly, Mike. You could probably wait till Black Friday, and it'll probably be like five dollars. Uh, I'll get it someday on PC when <laughs> it's cheap and I can put it on the show. That's that's <laughs> the only way it's gonna happen. But I'm, 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 I'm a sucker for cheap games, and something like that that did so bad, it will most likely be in a fanatical bundle at some point, and I'll pick it up that way. Fanatical. I think you can buy the collector's edition for like twenty dollars. On Steam, it's sixty. If I wanted to buy it right now, yeah, right now, but when it's on sale, it's cheap as fuck. This is five bucks. I'll probably grab it. But yeah, I'm in no rush. You know me. I got time. <laughs> so uh, who's next? I'm done with my, for, uh, with my first row. Oh, on Game Pass, there is a game called Thirsty Suitors. Yeah, yeah. I've um, heard a lot of good things about this. This game, it, it's a, it's a like dating sim, cooking sim skateboarding game jrpg and i'm gonna be honest with you the dating part is like probably the best part because the rest of it is not great especially the skateboarding the skateboarding is i would say bad uh but you don't have to you don't have to do it but this game is so charming and i i was just like I was so drawn in. It's nice and short. It's like very queer. It's it's very it's just very good. And I as someone who still gets judged on shit that I did when I was a shitty like kid, um, I understand Jala's like like problems. 
So I fell in love with her right away. And I just think if you have Game Pass, like you should definitely play this game. And I'm sure it's pretty cheap because it's a little indie game. It's it's definitely worth it. It's it's just a very charming game where you do a lot of stuff and everything is really stylish and there's a lot of like fashion stuff you can like change your jackets and your shoes and your skateboard and it's just all very charming it's one of the most charming games i've ever played it's 30 bucks on steam worth it i I would be willing to pay that price for this game to play it on steam because it looks actually amazing it's it's worth it it's it's so so good Okay, I added to my wish list, so maybe someday I'll play it. I'll buy it. Well, more than chance, more than likely, I'll buy it at some point. Will I play it or not? Who the fuck knows? It, it, uh, it is on Game Pass. Yeah, I don't have Game Pass either. Don't <laughs> get Game Pass, my goddamn ten dollars for PC. Yeah, dude, dude. I dude, know, but dude, you dude. know, I mean, for me, everything I play is like, I mean, I freaking have a good chunk of next year already planned out of what's gonna I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. be playing. So, and I don't know if you can believe this, but most of it's retro. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, again, 2023's Game of the Year Hi-Fi Rush is on uh, game, uh, on Game Pass. I fucking love woof. that game. <laughs> Hi-Fi Rush on school. It's great. I loved it. I I might have to play it again because I played it for about three hours and then I got to a point where I was just like, I feel like I should be enjoying this, but I just wasn't. hundred percent. I played that game stoned. <laughs> which made the music, which made the music a thousand times better. And not only that, as a guy that listened to fucking like techno music as a teenager, whenever you get to like this, the, it's not like it's not the finale, but it's like towards the end of the game, and you get launched into a building, and I had no idea it was coming. And invaders, Prodigy. yeah, invaders must die. Started playing. I that is the only level I have a perfect score on because of how <laughs> in beat I was that Dude. whole level. Oh, and prob- probably something I need to know deeper in to get you motivated to play it more there's a xenogears reference in this what game. there's this oh yeah my you know the xenogears reference at the end it's fucking great i'll say it, it's not it's not a spoiler so I'll, I'll look it up and say it to you later okay man i'm a sucker for xenogears i'm actually playing that game for the show uh next year finally awesome because I, I i beat it in 2020 so i had to purposely not go back to it too quickly or i'd be very upset so i've been waiting because that was when when covid hit and i was depressed that was my game i picked i'm like i need to play something that remind me of the good old days when i was a child so let's play xenogears a game that's about <laughs> killing god all right and carson what anything else you've been playing you want to mention i got back into uh playing bloodstained ritual of the night or yes. whatever it's called yeah i, I play that i got that on uh playstation plus on my ps4 and i uh played through that getting to just start trying to complete it Trying to get all the drops, all the shards, and everything—it's still fun. The uh, crafting, the mixing, the everything—it's just a good. It's just good. I love that game, and I played that for this podcast. Like I was fucking in love. That—that's one of the games where I couldn't sleep. Where I woke up at six in the morning, went downstairs, and kept playing before work. So I think the last time I played, did a whole long session of this grinding and whatnot. I think I started having dreams about it that that night. I'll take Miriam in my dreams. I'm oh, no issue there. Oh, I love that game so much, man. That was a great game. Oh, yes, I know. <laughs> I say whatever I want on this podcast. <laughs> and there's and I'm always almost I, I am always 24 7, 365, almost in uh, Final Fantasy 14. It's basically my second job right now. I, can't. I swear to God, everyone, someone always mentions Final Fantasy 14 well, on like 40 playings. 
I have my, one of my friends is always trying to tell me, she's like, hey, my server's open. You should come on. I'm like, my life is too, like, I want to play it to play through the story, but I'm like, my life is too busy right now. Like, I can't, even though I can play for free. Like, I, to get a- I, you know what? I wouldn't blame you for just watching all the cutscenes on a, in a YouTube video. I, I might do I, that. Eh, I don't know. I just can't do it. I, I put a lot of time in Final Fantasy XI, and that consumed my life for a few years. And Funny you should ask that <laughs> in the next expansion, their big alliance raid is going to be uh, Final Fantasy XI themed. God damn it. Sky, here we come. That's what it's going to be. Watch. It's going to be Zillart. Someone got that joke. If you played XI, <laughs> you get what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I, I just I can't go back. I'm, I'm, I don't touch MMOs. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, basically waiting for the next patch. I've done almost everything completed on my main account. Just, I did. I got almost all my jobs and crafting jobs up to max level. I am right now leveling an alt, just a different different account on a different server. I've actually, I'm actually uh, a, a dancer at a in-game club. <laughs> 14 just sounds so damn cool. I, I remember hearing about like real little sex clubs or something people made in the game, and I'm like, that is cool. Goddamn. There is. There's stuff like that. I was like, yeah. People role play and stuff. Like, man, it makes me curious. It makes me tempted to want to play sometimes, but like my life is just, there is too much going on. Yeah, I don't blame you. I can't. Ah, oh, damn it. I just saw your thing you sent me, uh, Joe, for Hi Fi Rush. <laughs> That's 100% a Xenogears reference. <laughs> yeah. That's a deep cut. That is a and, deep cut because people wouldn't get, a lot of people wouldn't get that. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, and I sent you a YouTube from a YouTuber called Magilar who does a very good deep dive into Xenogears and some meanings and whatnot. You should watch after you play the game. I, I've beaten it twice at this point, okay. but I'm going to beat it a third time this year. But also, <laughs> fun fact for anyone that can listen to the show who continues to listen to the show at some point <laughs> after we finish the Kingdom Hearts. I'm doing Xenosaga. I'm doing those three games. Oh, okay. Because I bought Xenosaga the day it came out, like 2004 or three, whenever the fuck that game came out, and I still have yet to play it for more than like four hours. And yeah, so I should probably remedy that, you know, at some point in my life. I've uh, what's that one that just came out recently, like two days ago? The Xeno game. I don't know. I know Xenoblade Chronicles uh three came out like a year ago, almost. I think nothing came out. I don't know. Recently, I'm aware of. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's the wrong game. Okay. But I don't really keep track of new games. Super Mario RPG just came out at the time of this recording, but I don't keep track of games because I don't... I think that's so. tomorrow. Yeah, I'm buying out. that. Okay. I've never and, I've never and, played that, and I'm buying it. And the uh, Star Ocean Second Story remake came out. Yeah, that's mm. it. Star mm. Ocean. That's what it was. I heard, I've heard. i heard great things about that. Same. In, including a lot of stuff that they say like really helps the like level-up system. I want to play that bad. It's good. I've played, uh, played a little bit of it. And it's really good. The graphics are amazing. The battle is as good as it's been. The one thing I will always be salty about is they uh, changed how items look and how item creation is from the PlayStation 1 game. Where in the PlayStation 1 game, it used to be a 3D render like floating around things of the items. Yeah. Like, uh, like almost every single item had a 3D model representation of it. And it, it was the jankest, low-rent 3D models you would ever see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and when you did item creation, it would morph and twist and whatnot yeah. into the other item. And I missed that terribly. And that's the I only can... knock that I will give against this. But it looks so cool. Like, I, Star Ocean 2 is one of those games for PS1 that I put so many hours in and never finished. I couldn't. I got to the final boss and I couldn't beat him. 
Yeah, me and too. When I saw that remake, I'm like, man, is it tempting, but yeah. we'll see. I, I have a couple RPGs that I'm waiting to come out that I want to do in the show, Sukadin 1 and 2, oh, yeah. that were supposed to be in the show already, but the fucking remake never been released yet. So I'm waiting on that. Yeah, and the new Yuridin Chronicles, the one made by the people who made uh, Sukadin 1 and 2. That they're purposely waiting to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're waiting for that to come out to steal their thunder and release it the same day. So those assholes. Fuck you, Konami. <laughs> Joe, what is something you've been playing? So I beat Spider-Man 2. That was absolutely a great game. My only real complaint, which I think I told someone, is my biggest issue is every time I, every minute that I beat a mission in that game, I'm like, when am I getting the symbiote? And it, you really don't get it until a couple hours in. But I, I really, I really enjoyed most of my time. All I enjoyed all of my time with it, and I need to go back and like 100% it. Yeah, I just don't have a PS5. <laughs> I know it's it's a really a big issue where I as much the only reason why because I I don't have a lot of consoles I have I have a PC I have my Switch and a PS5 and I just got a Steam Deck so I could play games on my TV without having to log my fucking PC but the only reason why the PS5 and the Switch exist is for exclusives. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I bet. And uh, I I would I guess I I would want to myself play through the remaster of one and Miles Morales first. Both but as I said, my my hangups about the combat, I might try to get over it somehow. Miles Morales is like by far my favorite of those Spider-Man games. I just mm-hmm. think I think Miles is more interesting of a character than Peter Parker. His his powers are more interesting. And that game also wasn't bogged down with so much side shit like <laughs> that, that first yeah. game become such a slog after a while i like i was really high on the first one for a while and then like by the time i was three quarters of the way through it i'm like can we just get through this fucking game i am tired of doing this shit but i never felt that way in miles i was like this is great beginning to end fantastic love it and then I'm afraid to play too because I'm afraid that it's just going to be more bogged down side shit. Two, you can very much have two. They did slow down. I will. There's no like find all the backpacks and there there and all that other goofy stuff. There's very much just like mission. It, what I like to think of what it is is there's missions that you can do either as either or, and then there's at least I want to say at least two sets of missions for each where you very specifically have to play as like Peter or Miles. Like Miles's missions are like dealing with Mysterio and also looking for the caches for his uncle. And then Peter's is like looking for caches for like the company, some company. And I can't remember what the other one is off the top of my head. But uh, you can pretty much play that game entirely as Miles if you like Miles more because they're very much two different characters. And then even then... The two characters share one skill tree, but they also have their own skill tree. And those branch off into two different abilities because you have Peter, who you get a spider tech, but then you can also, up- or you can choose to upgrade a symbiote. And then Miles has his tree, which has a Venom Strike, but then he has a completely different set of Venom Strike abilities he'll learn throughout the game as well. Okay. I think I'm going to pull a mic on this one and wait until it's on sale. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I mean, you should. I mean, hey, I think you should, most games you should wait till they go on sale. So. I, I agree. I agree. I'm kind of glad they're pulling the God of War situation from this, too, where they're like, I, they very much show at the end of the game, too, that there's oh, this is going to be a trilogy. We might get another. I hope we get another Miles Morales game before Spider-Man 3. 
But a lot of this stuff's good. I had a lot of fun with the combat. I love using the symbiote and just being an absolute fucking menace of people. They did <laughs> They did bring back the Mary Jane missions, and I actually had fun with them to the point to where the ending, which isn't really a spoiler kind of-ish, but Mary Jane's final mission basically plays like a fucking survival horror first, a third-person shooter game. Uh, and yeah, I heard that they were awesome. done. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of low-key want like a spinoff of this, of like a... a a survival horror Spider-Man game because I won't say what you fight, but like the whole twist of it's just pretty, pretty cool okay. and pretty interesting. I also, I don't want to say it here, but I, I, I heard the spoiler of kind of what you're talking about. What we could get with a Miles Morales game of who it might be if they do that route again. I wouldn't know, but we'll, we'll talk about it off stream. <laughs> okay. Oh, you haven't finished yet, have you? No, I beat it. I beat it. Yeah, I said I, I, I saw so my, my literally three games in a row was I played Callisto Protocol. I beat that before Spider-Man came out, and then the next game I'll talk about once we go back around is gonna be Alan Wake too. Okay, oh, I want to hear about that too. Oh, so, all right, I, yeah, no, I won't. I, I don't want to spoil it because it's yeah, too new. I but ju- I just got Alan Wake too. I do not want to hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll do a spoiler-free I, version so of it. I, I, I just I beat Alan Wake. I, like I didn't love Alan Wake one. I really like the story, but Shame. I thought the the gameplay was garbage. Ooh, uh, I'm and you, then the like I sort of liked Quantum Break, and then. Uh. Control is one of my favorite games of all time. And like when they were showing the stuff from Alan Wake and then I saw that Ati is in it and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yes, this rules. I'm so excited to play it. I wanted to get Assassin's Creed done before I started it, but I just got it and I'm so excited to play it. We, we must protect Ati at all costs throughout this whole game. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm finally playing Control because of you. Because you've been championing it for so long since I met you. It's so, so good. And Ati, I think, can take care of himself. I don't think we have to protect him. I think he can take (laughs) care of himself. I can't wait. As I said, I'm a serial game poker, and I just poked a little bit at those games, and they're okay. (laughs) I love Alan Wake, personally. It's one of my top one of my top three, 10, 360 games that era easy. I loved Alan Wake so much. Alan Alan Wake one has not aged well, only because every mission ends where you lose your weapons and you have to get the new ones. (laughs) I don't mind that. The the gameplay is by far the weakest part of that game. Like the story's so good that it kept me going, but the gameplay is dull because you are doing the same thing over and over again from the beginning of that game till the very end. You're doing the same exact thing. I don't mind that sometimes. I mean, sometimes Bobby Alan Wake it did not. I played it for the show a couple years ago. I I want to go back to it. <laughs> I just love that game. Obviously, you don't have a problem doing the same thing over and over again because you like Gotham Knights so yeah, much. I mean, hey, some games <laughs> clicks. I mean, no, I got my 100% you're doing the same thing over and over again. But I'm also a sucker for Court of Owls stories, I'm finding out. So that's part yeah. of it. That's fair. And, and then the other thing, too, which is funny is uh, so I basically I, I beat Alan Wake, but I was playing Spider-Man and I'm, I'm doing Gotham Knights. And it's so weird playing Gotham Knights and then me thinking of Spider-Man of going like 100 miles an hour <laughs> through New York and then sitting there and fucking fart jumping as Jason Todd <laughs> through the fucking goddamn city. You see, that's and, your mistake. Yeah, I, I, legitimately, I we me and my because my 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 partner's playing Nightwing and both me and him are like, you want to switch characters? So now we have to decide who we're going to switch to, whether he wants Batgirl. Tim, whether he wants Tim and I'm going to be Batgirl if we're going to switch it like that. Or we can both be Batgirl, surprisingly, what you can do in the game. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I have, I am now playing it where I switch each character for each day that I go out again. 
And that's been a really cool experience. <laughs> Even Red Hood's grown on me. But I also, I don't really, like, I don't fast travel. I mean, I fast travel, but I also, like, just am happy just to jump around the, and, like, yeah, I love the. I I don't know. I'm having a weird time with that game, but I'm really uh, loving it. But I will ask you something weird off stream if you remember that about about Gotham Knights. But anyways, Kobe, you want to go next about what next game you want to do? Oh, I don't have anything spectacular to talk about. I just I got back into Loop Hero. Oh, that's a good game. Oh my god, uh, I it, there's no reason that that game should be so fun, but like I find myself engrossed in that world and those characters and doing that loop and like you know trying to figure out can can i do another loop or am i gonna lose too much of my resources it's just it's such an interesting premise for a simple game and the fact that they put the story into it the way that they did is like so perfect i i 100 percented i have all the uh achievements for that game and i'm still playing it and i never do that with games like once I'm finished with a game, I'm like, fine. All right. I did everything. But like Loop Hero makes me just want to play the game more. Okay. That is that is very that is very much a Steam Deck switch game. You could take like while you're waiting at while you had like a lunch break at work and stuff like that. Yeah, I I like to have it on in the background while I'm on podcasts. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I did a Vampire Survivors before a whole bunch at one point. Oh, yeah. oh man. Yeah. Vampire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and in case nobody saw, Vampire Survivors did get an update with a new weapon, a new stage. There's like nine new achievements. The new weapon's pretty good. The new stage is a little boring, but it was it's a free update stage, so it's not like it's not like you paid for it. But yeah, that uh, Vampire Survivors also so fucking good. Like I don't know when <laughs> people started making these very simple games like that good because it usually usually it used to be either it was very like a simple premise or like a a good game (laughs) but like (laughs) they're they're really doing some wonders with with these really simple games but yeah let's talk about alan wake (laughs) oh uh carson you're next yeah i'll I'll, I'll go yeah Uh, go geez any other games i've been playing oh I did play it. Oh, you know what? Why not? Let's talk about it. Uh, I went back and played a little World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. Uh, BlizzCon was like a couple weeks ago, and they announced their new expansions. Ends with an S. Three new expansions back to back that are supposed to be more more story focused. It seems. That's and cool. and uh, yeah and. They're really trying to catch up to Final Fantasy XIV, I tell you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they just need to let it go, I feel like, at this point, but they're not going to. Yeah, and it kind of got me back in for a couple uh, for a couple days, just poking at it and whatnot. Oh yeah, I just remembered. Uh, I replayed uh, since I'm in the middle of looking, I'm looking for a new job for like some online work and whatnot. Uh, one of the people who are looking at to hire me and whatnot, Wanted to know uh, my typing score, my my typing words per minute and whatnot. And so uh, before doing a test, I actually warmed up a little bit with the OG typing of the dead PC I have. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever works. That's a pretty interesting way to to warm up for typing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's and I think that's all I can. That's all I can think of on top of my head. Okay. Uh, Joe, and you just have Alan Wake 2 left. Do you have anything else? Yeah, yeah. so I'll get into Alan Wake 2 without really spoiling it. I loved it, uh, even though I think I posted it in the group chat. 
that game there's a the chapter in because the way I can basically describe the Alan Wake game, which is really, really goodly interest, uh, really well and really interesting. The way they separate the game is the game is just two main characters. You can play as Alan and then you can play as a new character who's an FBI agent who is Saga. I recommend playing them in three chunks because they, it's kind of weird because the way they make it is like the the first the first part of the chapter and the second and the third part of the chapter are kind of like the beginning and ending of like the real big middle. So it'll be like chapter one, two, and three, and then two will be the big part, and then three will be really short, and one will be pretty short. And then at the end of the third chapter, when you get to the fourth chapter of Saga, I recommend switching over to Alan, because you do end up getting a way to switch back and forth between them through story and what's going on. And the way they do it's really interesting. I have my gripes about it. Alan kind of story arc is more like of more the horror aspect of him kind of it kind of feeling like a silent hill game horror narrative i liked a lot of it and a lot of it's great and all that uh saga my only real issue with hers is that it's still in the forest and it's the same issue as alan wake one where i'm in the forest and you're dodging and then you go where the fuck am i because you're just like (laughs) surrounded by trees and you have no idea where you're at they both get different weapons which is really fun too. both the story is very interesting but like i said there there's areas they each go to and there's a part of saga where you go to an area and there's like a jump scare every like 20 minutes and you don't see it coming and my back started to hurt because i was screaming <laughs> because of how much it freaked me the fuck out i i can't oh, wait dude. i loved alan wake and i love the story and to finally hear that like it's getting more wrapped up i'm I, also, with playing Control, I know that there's the Alan Wake expansion in Control for DLC, right? Uh-huh. And the the yes. Alan Wake expansion is pretty weak sauce as oh. far as Alan okay. Wake stuff goes. I still want to still play it, of course. It's, I, I mean, it's it's great. It's more Control that you can play, and any okay. more Control that you can play is A+. plus. But <laughs> if you're looking for Alan Wake stuff, it, it's light it is light alan wake stuff <laughs> that's fine yeah, yeah there, there's something if i because i was going to say it but i don't want to spoil it there's something i need to send mike that i think he'll get a kick out of because i know he's not going to play it anytime soon um, no it's gonna be a few years yeah so i, I want to send it to you because igm posted it and it's probably like the funniest part of the whole fucking game i enjoyed a lot of it it plays like a survival horror game okay and i if and if from from what I've played too, I'm still waiting for New Game Plus. And then what is it? There they are. They didn't. There is a season pass you can buy for the game, which I didn't buy. But I know there's going to be a season pass because there's a lot of stuff in that game that at the end of the day is, doesn't get answered. So they'll probably expand on it in the season pass. Hopefully, uh, third uh, game in ten years. Uh, 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 hopefully, <laughs> it's better than the uh, than the uh, Silent Hill Ascension season pass. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm surprised we didn't make fucking fun of that. Uh, I haven't but, played it. I was going I to, and I'm like, no, I'm good. Oh, that thing crashed for me when I tried to play it, so I just fucking gave up. <laughs> Looks like um, trash. What is it? Also, same thing, too, as well, because I forgot what we mentioned about earlier, but the Alan, or Alan Wake 2 is only like 60 Oh, uh, it was Assassin's Creed. Alan Wake 2 is only like $60 because you can only buy it digitally. So they're like, why do we have to make y'all pay for like the disc printout? So it's only going to be 60 That's cool. I, That's... I know people are upset that it's only digital. I mean, I get it. I don't care, but I get it. <laughs> Personally, I don't care. But I held on to physical media for like a long time. I, I was like, oh, I only want to buy discs. And now it's like, 
why would I, why would I want more discs clogging up my house? Like it's, it's just annoying. Plus the game's not really on there anyway. And it's a whole thing. You may as well just get with the times. Yeah. I mean, the way I look at it, play some digital media is companies like people like, well, you don't really own it. And the companies will keep, you know, take it away from you. I'm like, you know what? They can do that. And then once enough years pass, you can download it all a different way. So, you know Mm -hmm. what? Doesn't matter. Like, the 360 library is already pretty much like, I remember people were all upset, like, oh, you know, Xbox Live Arcade is going down. I'm like, going down, but everything's available. Just about. Yeah, like, yeah. nobody cares. It, it, uh, it sucks, but it, in this day and age, it doesn't go away. It just goes away if you don't sail the seven seas. You know, <laughs> and I have no, if, if you won't sell me a product, I have absolutely no issue getting it different ways at yeah. all if you won't sell it to me. Speaking of the Xbox Live Arcade, two more things about Alan Wake 2, which is funny. Ameri- sure. American Nightmare is not canon, which is weird because he wears a shirt in the game. American okay. Nightmare was pretty fun. <laughs> I, I want to replay it for the show. Um, I haven't played it in so long. Um, American Nightmare is weird because they the, what basically happened was we don't know if the series is going to we, we're ever going to get Alan Wake 2. So we're just making an ending that you guys can be satisfied with in case we don't. And now that they basically made Alan Wake 2, they're like, yeah, no, we're and, and Control's doing well. And they already announced making Control 2. They're like, yeah, no, American Nightmare is not isn't canon. Don't fucking ignore that. Sam, someone needs to send a rescue a rescue operation to get Sam Lake out of his own ass because he, <laughs> he play he plays three different versions of himself in this fucking game, which is he plays himself, he plays Alex he's, he plays Alex Casey, the fake version that Alan writes his book off of, and then he also plays the real Alex Casey, the one that is the partner to Saga Anderson. Yeah, isn't Alex Casey supposed to be the uh Different name of Max Payne. Yes. Good. Yeah, Max Payne, too. Let's Wait. get let's get real Max Payne back and we can scrub that fucking rock star bullshit. Max Payne three out of existence. <laughs> Three's a good oh. game, though. Oh, with with Alan Wig two doing so well, there's tons of Max Payne references in that fucking game. And also they're apparently remastering one and two. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get a whole new Max Payne game as well. And then that also is supernatural as well. Okay, Mike, I don't disagree with you that Max Payne is a good game. Max Payne is a terrible Max Payne game. There is something about Max Payne 3 is a bad Max Payne Max Payne 3 is a is a good game, but it's a bad Max Payne game. Rockstar does a thing where it it remedy has like a particular grittiness, but also fun to their games. And Rockstar sucked all of the fun out of Max Payne and made it the grittiest bullshit you've ever played. And I'm like, this is fine, but it is not Max Payne. It is missing some remedy magic. And I hate that game so much. It's like, uh, it's like the, uh, Metroid other M of (laughs) remedy, (laughs) like of remedy properties. And we're not going to rehash my thoughts on other M. But. Okay, no, we'll get there someday. Someday I'll play that damn game I'm, on this podcast. I'm so fucking mad every time we watch something and something about a baby comes up. And I look at my husband and I go, the baby. And he has no idea what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> I'm so fucking mad. You mean the babe with power? No, the baby. I don't get that reference. I don't. Think. I get it. Yeah, and other go look up YouTube and look up other M the baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you're making and, a freaking labyrinth joke, and I was like, no, not, no. Uh, <laughs> I've, never, 
I haven't played other M, and I know most of all the complaints and memes about it. Yeah, wow. she says the baby like every other sentence. Yeah, it's really, it's really fucking bad. <laughs> right. Any other games you guys want to mention before we go on to movies and TV shows? No. Okay. Can't take them anymore. Yeah. All right, I'll go first for TV shows. I finally got around to watching season four of You. Me? That's a. <laughs> <laughs> I like that show, but woo, that show dark. It's about a serial killer, essentially. Ooh. Who doesn't know he's like, I'm not a serial killer. I'm not crazy. No, I'm. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. <laughs> so, very interesting show. I mean, if you. Content warning on that show if you're going to watch it because it is about a guy who's a stalker who stalks women and then kills them and stuff like that. And it. it it's a good show, really good, but just be warned. So, yeah, I, I just watched season four finally. It came out earlier this year, but I just never got around to it. But I, I like it. I they're get we're getting one more season, I think next year maybe, and then they're done. Then they're wrapping it up, which is good because it, it yeah it doesn't need to overstay its welcome. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out next year supposedly. So but yeah, no, it, it's something if you like if you like suspense thrillers and you're okay. The villain is the main character, essentially. So, but yeah, it's a very interesting show. Be warned on that part. Right. And Kobe, what is something you've been watching? Man, I don't watch TV. Oh, we're okay. we're watching uh, Parks and Recreation again. We started uh, from the beginning. Uh, <laughs> that that beginning. I need slow, to watch. So. I need to get off my butt and watch that in the office and a bunch of the other stuff that people talk about all the time. Yeah, the the. Parks and Rec, it starts slow. It's about season three before it it like catches its footing and and figures out what it wants to be. Sa- but but I thing. do th- what oh, I'm sorry. It's okay, I say same thing as The Office. So yeah, yeah, they're they're all good shows. Um, I mean, I'll take uh, The Good Place over any of them. Oh, I heard that's good too. Good oh, Place is really good. It's fantastic. I've only seen seen clips and I know about the twist and the Jeremy bear me. That's all I know. You You, should watch the good place. That is a good damn show. You probably know the twist of the first season, but that like where that show goes is so good and so funny. And like, I legit cried during that last episode, like ugly bawling. It's so good. <laughs> I watched it maybe last year or something. At some point, me and my wife ended up watching it. Cause she's a big Chris Bell fan and freaking, I love that show. That was yeah. so good. It's, it's great. But yeah, all of his shows are good, but, uh, parks and rec is just something you can put on, you know, while you're dinner and, you know, having conversations and it's happening, but you don't have to pay attention to it. <laughs> okay. Oh, Carson, any shows you've been watching? I've been watching the greatest anime of the, of 2023. It's uh, called Pluto. And it's basically, oh. uh, it's on Netflix and it's basically a retelling of an old, old Astro boy, uh, uh, set of seasons or set of episodes. It's drawn by, Mangaka called uh, Naoki Kurosawa. Uh, no, no, Urasawa. He also did a couple manga, one called Monster and another one called 20th Century Boys. And this, uh, I'm only up to episode two of this show, and it is completely awesome. It's, it's, uh, there's almost no, there may be a little bit of, uh, of CGI, but it's almost all looks like hand drawn and everything. And the style, is just completely unique of uh, the robots and the humans and everything about it is completely awesome. I've heard good things about Pluto. Okay. And Joe, do you want to do your thing? Ah, uh, yes. It's time for that segment. Everybody loves play the intro music, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> 
I should Joe, make one one day. I'll figure it out someday. It's Joe's <laughs> Anime Corner. Joe's Anime Corner. I don't have the song right because I never remember it. I watch seasonal anime like the freak that I am. Uh, and so my first <laughs> anime that I'm bringing up, because that's pretty much all I watch until we talk about Loki at the end of this. But my uh, anime of the season already is going to be Shangri-La Frontier, where the main character is likes playing shitty VR games and he's very much sick of it. The anime starts off where he basically plays an entire, an entire RPG and uh, the final cutscene, you're able to move around and the princess thanks him and he beats the shit out of her because of how annoying she was throughout the entire game. Uh, so, <laughs> so his cute friend next door gets the owner of the shop to be like, hey, you should play like the best MMORPG to date since, you know, you're probably getting sick of really shitty VR games. And he does what any sane person who plays Dark Souls would do, where he only equips a mask and some shorts and then sells all of his equipment. <laughs> I wondered if that was a mask or if that was actual a head or he was yeah. actually like a furry or something. No, it it's a mask that he, he didn't like any of the other masks, so he picked that mask. But it's stupid because it's a mask, but it moves with his eyes and everything. So he <laughs> did like so whenever he's like worried or scared, it moves as well. But usually I, I recommend giving animes three episodes in a in like in order for actually get a good feel of it. And with this one, I, I, want, I don't know if it's the second or third episode. He's so good at the game. And he's it's all just like it's not even like a thing where he's like, oh, is he overpowered? No, he just has stupid fucking luck. He ends up spawning, picking a skill that spawns him outside of the main town. So he wanders forward, just completely puts everything into like crit and then speed. So he's a crit farmer, like the asshole that he is. <laughs> and he ru he runs into a very rare area boss that people make guilds to hunt. And his dumbass gets fucking like he he. Up, we assume you have to assume that he basically gets a good chunk of its health down because it basically kills him. And when he wakes up, he's back to he's, his armor is gone. He's back to just wearing the bird head and the shorts. And he's got like these scars all over his body. And he's like, what the fuck happened? And it's like, oh, hey, because you ran into like a very rare boss. He basically put a curse on you to where you can equip armor and you also have like low stamina and a bunch of the enemies run away from you if you're lower leveled. And he's like, well, what a fucking challenge. Oh. And yeah, I got some six episodes. It's six episodes in the seventh one came out, and it's getting really, really good. He he's getting he he met someone from one of his shitty games that he plays, and they're basically just beating the shit out of each other, and it's just high class action peak anime. Okay. Oh, and I almost forgot to say, uh, well, oh, oh. Uh, oh, about Pluto. Each episode is an hour long. Yeah, oh. I'm I'm with you on that one. I love Netflix <laughs> anime. Joe, do you have any other animes to mention? Oh, sure. I'll keep going with that then, if anything. B -b 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 My next one is Kingdom of Ruins, which I haven't watched, but I saw a trailer for it and I'm ready to watch it. All I know is that basically the main there's like a people live in a society where there's witches and people can learn magic. And basically the government votes. I don't, I don't really know what the term is, but some guy basically wins the election and becomes the new president of the of the area. And his whole thing, he ends up becoming like a huge racist and saying witches are evil. And so he ends up somehow teleporting the kid and his teacher to like a big podium and in front of a bunch of people he basically like kicks her ass and then murders her in front of everyone and everyone's like yeah it's fun being racist so it's a whole revenge anime Dude. i don't i don't know enough what it's about but it looks really cool so I'm, i might watch that uh, does he want to build a wall around the witches 
Yeah, actually, yeah, no, yeah, he 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 builds a big wall and then basically says that they all need to be eradicated. What is it? Uh, Hulu has Undead Unluck, which I read the manga for, and it's basically about two characters: one can't die, and the other one has bad luck, and they basically join a group who also has weird powers that revolve around being un. So like, there's like Undead Unluck, un. I think there's like Unsee and Untouched, and all kinds of other weird goofy shit. But the main, the the main char- the two main characters, uh, the undead guy basically has Deadpool regenerative powers, and he basically yeah. learns. Yeah, he he learns how to like cut his own feet off and then shoot blood from the nub, so he propels himself forward. Yeah, I've, then, I've I've I read the manga. I'll, yeah, I, a little bit of it. I fell in love with the manga. I'm up to date, and I'm I'm really glad the anime's out. And then my last one is also on Netflix, which is also an anime, which is called Good Night World. And it's basically about the main character hates his family. And so he'd rather hang out with his family, his fake virtual family online, because he he thinks they're a lot cooler and nicer and they do everything together. But it turns out that the rest of the family is also his family. So in the game, the guy he calls dad is actually his dad in real life. And the guy that's like his brother is also his brother, but they don't know it. And yeah, that's the plot of the anime. And I'm like, I want to see where this goes because I want to see if he'll have a full frontal meltdown when he finds out. And uh, yeah, that's my anime for the season that I've been watching. Okay. I have one show to, I finished watching season, well, it took me a bit, but I finished Clone Wars season five, six, and seven. Cause I just got, I was watching a whole ton of it and then I got stuck at season five in an arc I don't like and I just stopped watching. And then when I, when I finished that, I, God, I forgot how great season seven is of Clone Wars and six is pretty good too, by the way. But whew, those are good. If you've never seen Clone Wars, you really should watch that show. I should watch yeah. Clone Wars. You should. Now, I had to watch it because I went and met Ashley, as I said on a different episode. But I'll say here, I met Ashley Eckstein, the voice of Ahsoka at a convention. I, I know some people, I, I've heard some people get that confused with the Gandhi one called The Clone Wars. <laughs> but I, I got to meet her. Super nice. Was awesome. Was awesome. I got her to sign an Ahsoka Funko Pop and. Got my got a selfie with her, which I wasn't going to do, but then I just like said fuck it and went and paid the extra money and got a selfie. So really great experience. I went to a convention in in Minnesota called Twin Cities Con that comes thankfully three years, I think four years now. I think coming next year can be the fourth year. So and it's coming back already. So great convention that I go to now every year. But fun as hell time, and it's it's, it's fun meeting celebrities when you get the chance. Like I met also met David Yost, the Blue Ranger, well, back awesome. in the day and got him to sign my Funko Pop. Yeah, I met him once as well. Nice guy. And yeah, it's very good. I I I I need to watch uh, once again and the uh, new Cosmic Fury, whatever it's called, Power Ranger stuff. There's oh, yeah. so much stuff. And always, world. yeah. And and the new uh, season, Cosmic Dino Fury, whatnot, which they have uh, the Blue Ranger in as a mentor, I think. Yes. Okay, I haven't seen it. I I'm slow on Power Rangers. I'm watching older Power Ranger stuff here and there, but that's another thing. Mike, do you have anything else to mention? First no. TV shows? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Carson, did you have anything else? Not that I'm... Well, I am still... Uh, I am NCIS Street, so I've been watching that again. Every time I go to my parents' house, when I have to have to work uh, work feeding their dogs and work feeding their horses, I always sit down for a couple of hours and search for whatever NCIS season is on and just watch that for a couple of hours. Okay. All right, and Joe, I haven't watched Loki, so feel free to take it away, because I, I should have watched season two by now, but I've been just slow on it. Uh, Loki's great. I loved every moment of it. It wraps up perfectly nicely to where they could or could not make a third season. I didn't think I could. I didn't think they could one up the first season, but they completely did. 
and I loved it. And I, if you need to binge watch it, I highly recommend binge watching it because it was just it was just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I was spoiled on the ending of just scrolling through TikTok. Just yeah, be, that. That's how I see most of the new stuff nowadays, just people posting clips and whatnot on TikTok. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like Loki a lot. Loki season two. It, it has a very satisfying ending, and I can't wait to see what they're going to do with the series with it because it's it's weird. There's a new What If season coming up. Yeah, I'm excited for that. It, I don't know why. I need to get into Loki. I just haven't touched it for this season. Is it pretty? Are you enjoying it, though? Loki? Yeah. Yeah, it ended. Okay. Yeah, that's what yeah, I thought. I, 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 I need to watch it. I, I don't want to give a lot of spoilers, but like a lot of the new intro char- a lot of the new characters they introduce are really great. That got it's like uh, the the guy the that plays Ouroboros. It's the guy from Everything Everywhere All at Once. The guy that used to play uh, the Asian kid from Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, yeah, he's in that, and then uh, I can't even think of his name, but um, yeah, I, I enjoyed Loki a lot, and I can't wait for What If, and I want to see if they connect in any way, and I'm assuming they will. Okay, I I, I heard somebody say at the end of Loki, they think they what? Like this will be the end of Loki in it, MCU. It it probably is. I okay. I really can't I really can't tell mainly because it's MCU, mainly because as as I don't know about you guys, but I've seen all over Twitter. You know, Iron Man died, but Robert Downey Jr. apparently just confirmed he's coming back. So, you know, who fucking knows anymore? Well, that's because nothing's working out for them very well. I'm hearing hearing good things about the Marvels. The Marvels looks looks great. I I mean, people are talking shit. Oh, you know, whatever. People are idiots. So they're all like, oh, Marvel got woke. So it's like nobody wants to see it anymore. I don't know about you. I got burned out on Marvel so long ago. Like I couldn't give a shit less about this Marvel stuff anymore. And it has nothing to do with anything except that there's just too much of it. There's just too much of it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. I did like, I did like Shang-Chi. I liked the, the uh, new of the latest Dr. Strange. I even liked the Quantumania. I really did. I need to give Quantumania a second chance because when I went to go see that, I had a what was it? Edible? I had no, no, oh. we're opposite. I had a I had food poisoning. Oh. So I'm so like I'm in the movie theater watching Quantumania. It's at the end and it's like it's doing like the big final fight and I'm like sweating and like trying not to shit my pants. <laughs> and I am like I am not having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. I watched it on Disney Plus once and I didn't really enjoy the movie, but. It was fine. It wasn't bad. Thor Love and Thunder is the only one where I was cursing the movie. I haven't seen that yet. It's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. Other than that, no, I, I've been enjoying them. I just, just that one hurt me. Because <laughs> I like Thor a lot. So I think that wraps up everything that we have need to talk about for this month. What are you playing? <laughs> All right. And Kobe, where can people find you at? You can find me on Instagram at Jack Billings Presents. Jack Billings Presents is a scripted comedy podcast that takes place in an alternate dimension, Reading, Ohio, where I play a ghost and my co-host is a vampire and the other co-host's wife is a werewolf and all sorts of wacky shit happens. You can also listen to my other show, This Bizarre Adventure, which is a show where I am watching Jojo's Bizarre Adventure for the first time and my co-host B Highland is a like hilarious charming voice actor cosplayer who's been a longtime Jojo fan and they are taking me through it and we're going on this bizarre adventure together and it's Uh, a lot of fun 
And we're very horny for many of those characters. (laughs) Michael, Michael. Yeah. I, I want yeah the Michael Michael Colby I want you to know uh, you just become probably one of my favorite persons as a, as, <laughs> yeah. as, as a man who has, has been through the Jojo journey I want you to know uh, Jojo is an absolutely fantastic series it's uh, yeah if you like you can listen to the show and hear me as I start off pretty high on it and then just get higher and higher on it. Uh, what part you are you can, at right now you can also hear me get very horny for Dio and, Who isn't uh, <laughs> horny for Dio? My God. We are on uh, just the second arc, Battle Tendencies, oh, right awesome. now. I'm not going to spoil what happened, but somebody just died. A big cross of stone fell on them. Not my uh, salad. I love that salad. <laughs> oh, man. I, I um, heard it was pineapple flavored. So I, <laughs> so I, I like, we're not, we're not super far into it, but... Uh, I have another podcast that's on hiatus right now uh, called No Time to Binge, where we watch the first and last episodes, and then we made up what happens in the in the middle. <laughs> and we watched up to season three, so I've seen a little bit of what what's coming, and I'm very excited to to uh, yeah. see what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, you you guys haven't been introduced like you guys haven't been introduced to stands yet, which is probably like the best concept in anime ever. Well. With- B, I mean, B's watched it more than once. <laughs> I'm the only one on the show who hasn't seen the show so far. I need to somehow magically make Mike watch Persona. Or not Persona. I'm getting there, but I need to make Mike watch JoJo only because everything that's ever made in the last like 30 years references JoJo. Yeah, yeah there yeah. there is a there is a segment JoJo reference where I find, you know, <laughs> stuff that I didn't know was a jojo reference and then i'm like oh hey there's a jojo reference in bloodborne <laughs> yeah do, do do you do you know do you know what like all the arcs are about i i've seen like i said the first and last episode of three so i do know stands but no other than that i'm trying to keep away from it as much as i can okay yeah. all right and carson did you have anything to plug i have a uh... Twitter X, whatever you want to call it. It's uh, Video Dragon sixty four at, uh, at Video Dragon sixty four. I am also starting up uh, a uh, a uh, a streaming project with uh, thinking about getting into the uh, PNG VTuber game with uh, Avatar. I'm I'm stepping up and getting ready to debut soon. Okay, it's always fun to create content. It's a it's a different kind of high. Yeah. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, there's over 550 other episodes of this podcast. We do comics, movie, games. Every month we do one of these, and there's over two years worth of these at this point now. So go check that out. We're getting close to three years we've been doing these. What are you playing? So if you always find content, you find everything we do on Podbean. Go right on our website. If you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon. For those dollars, you can vote in our Patreon poll. You'll see a link to the sh- in the show notes to Patreon. We also have a Discord. Please join our Discord. You'll see a link in that. And... Oh, yeah. Want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Fear. You can follow her on TikTok. You'll see a link to all her all her link tree stuff in the show notes. Uh, you will see a link tree to my Kobe stuff in this. Also, check him out. Also, if you need another podcast to listen to, check out A Gamer Looks at 40 with Bill Tucker, who who's on the show quite often, did the MCU movies with me. And want to give a shout out to Nomads of Fantasy. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Threads, Blue Sky, and YouTube. Audio only. And we're also on TikTok now. I make dumb TikToks that 
have nothing to do with this podcast at the moment, just animal stuff. So, but definitely go check it out. Make, check out my dumb TikToks. It makes me happy when people click on them. So, <laughs> all right. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Yeah.